Hello, my name's Florence. Welcome to the OBS pod. I'm an NHS obstetrician, hoping to share some thoughts and experiences about my working life. Perhaps you enjoy Call the Midwife, maybe birth fascinates you, or you're simply curious about what exactly an obstetrician is. You might be pregnant and preparing for birth. Perhaps you work in maternity and want to know what makes your obstetric colleagues tick, or you want some fresh ideas and inspiration. Whichever of these is the case, and for that matter, anyone else that's interested, the OBSPOD is for you. Episode 49 A Year of the OBSPOD. It's exactly a year. It was the 26th of March 2020, since I grasped the metal and put out the OBSPOD trailer. I had been tossing the idea around for a few months, so it wasn't totally impulsiveness on my part. The pandemic, with its captive audience, lockdown at home, did factor in my decision. The world was becoming quite strange and unreal at that time, and work was becoming very scary and uncertain. Suddenly being on the front line of a major pandemic, something I don't think I'd ever really thought about happening during my career. I needed something positive to focus on, something to enjoy. And so the OBSPOD was born and became a bit of a lifeline for me. At that point, I couldn't have imagined the pandemic still being at the forefront of our minds and affecting the way in which we're living so fundamentally one year on. Equally, I couldn't have envisaged sitting here working on episode 49. So as I reached this milestone, I thought I'd stop and reflect on my first year and what I've learnt. Being a JFDI, just do it person, leaping in, just doing and thinking afterwards, I didn't really have much in the way of expectations of what I might achieve. Early on, someone asked me, are you in it for the long haul? And I was slightly surprised by the question. Well, of course I was. I wouldn't start something that I didn't want to do and that I didn't want to continue. But recently I discovered new podcasts make on average seven episodes and give up. Giving up simply wasn't something that ever occurred to me. What was I hoping for? I wanted to appeal to pregnant women, families and healthcare professionals alike. I wanted to bring more transparency to obstetricians and the role of an obstetrician make us less the bad guys in maternity care, demonstrate that we're human too and that we really do care about what we're doing. I wanted to demystify maternity care and give out good information, information that sometimes underpins our clinical decisions, but give people a view into the world of being on the inside. And finally, Like much of the work I've done on maternity experience, I wanted to inspire people to action 
and wanted them to feel they could do something different as a result of listening. Hence my idea of having the zesty bit, the bit every week, the essence, the bit I want people to remember and perhaps think about taking action on. How did I do? It's hard to measure. I put out a quick Twitter poll last week and got 30-odd responses. And I do appreciate that's not necessarily representative. But on the basis of that, I discovered that about 68% of my listeners are maternity workers, 10% students and 22% other. Disappointingly, no one who answered my survey was pregnant or a new parent. Although I do know from some direct feedback and reviews that have been written about the podcast that some women have listened and found it helpful on their maternity journey. Receiving a review or a comment from a woman about making them less fearful, giving them good information, totally makes my day. If I can even make life easier for one person, that will have been worth it. Did I make obstetrics and obstetricians more transparent? 45% of my listeners who answered were listening to understand the obstetric perspective. 14% were looking for information, 28% to explore new ideas and 13% to have fun. Then I asked if listening had changed anything for you. 48% yes, inspired me. 26% yes, useful. 19% yes, a little. And 7% not really. I also asked, had you shared the podcast with anyone? 66% said they'd shared with a colleague. 15% said they'd shared with a pregnant woman. 6% said with friends and family and 13% hadn't shared it with anyone. I also wanted to find out how many episodes people listen to. Do they dip in and out and explore individual topics? Do they listen to every episode? 35% listen to either up to 10 episodes or not sure but lots of episodes and a thrilling 26% listened to every episode. In all, I feel that's not bad. I have achieved some of what I hoped to. People are gaining the obstetric perspective, gaining ideas, gaining information, and feeling motivated to do something with it. So... That feels pretty fab to me. What have I learnt through my year of podcasting? I don't think I realised that podcasting would be as much about me learning as my audience. Yeah, obviously I was learning the technical know-how, how to record and edit audio files, process it, upload it. Some of you know... This isn't my natural strength. I'm not a very technical, IT-savvy person. But I think I hadn't realised how much I would learn by 
reading and reflecting on particular topics myself, perhaps researching an episode or reading a particular book. I hadn't appreciated that it could be a really useful resource for medical students and midwifery students as a teaching resource or for trainees thinking about entering the career. Since I started, I find it really handy when I'm teaching students in my clinic to recommend the podcast to them. Tell them if you want to know more about this subject, you can dip in and out to that particular topic and learn a little bit more. Or if you don't want to listen, you can just look at the links, the information I've put in the programme notes and do a bit of reading. I've discovered that clinical topics seem to be the most popular episodes. For example, home birth remains my most popular episode with assisted vaginal birth and big baby also being very popular. Some topics need to simmer in my mind for a long time before I feel I've hit the right moment and feel ready to talk about them. So I keep a list of topics and if you've suggested something I haven't covered, I will have added it to my list, but I'll be waiting until that moment when I feel, yep, that's that's where my energy is. That's what I want to talk about this week. That's where my enthusiasm is. It has to feel right. I've discovered the range of information for women that is or isn't out there. Some topics are excellently resourced. There's lots of really useful information I can give to women. Some topics, there's nothing but a glaring gap. What have I discovered about technical things? I've discovered downloads don't necessarily equate to listeners. If you set your phone, you subscribe, it will automatically download every episode. So whilst having hundreds of downloads is important and very satisfying, it doesn't necessarily mean people are listening. I record in my study. This is next to my kitchen. Recording in lockdown is a little challenging. My house is full. I've discovered don't try and record an episode when someone is unloading the dishwasher, thundering up and down stairs, or the dog is scratching at the door. And then there's my printer, which randomly decides to calibrate itself a very noisy event when I'm in the middle of doing something. What has surprised me? Some of my listeners have surprised me. My 15-year-old niece being interested and listening with her mates in the early days. Colleagues messaging me, telling me they were using it to help their children understand their work. People listen all over the world. On the podcast site I use, there's a map you can click. And whilst most of my audience are in Europe, there are people in Australia, there are people in India. South America held out for a long time, but now I have a small number of listeners there too. I find it really exciting when I hear about people listening and learning in other parts of the world. It makes me feel proud 
They may comment that I've been the background audio to their walk to work or their run. It feels a real privilege to be a small part of people's lives, a voice behind the scenes whilst they're getting on with whatever activity they've chosen to do. And energy flows both ways. I spark off my listeners. I've done a few specific episodes because someone has asked me to cover that topic. Asking my listeners if there was anything they wanted me to tackle for this episode sparked a new collaboration and a book purchase already. Collaboration with other podcasters has also been fantastic. I recorded the episode Ally with Grace from the Brown Mama Brown Me podcast and I've got some other collaborations coming up soon. There's been immense generosity of people wanting to help me. Jenny and Mel reading their poems in some of my episodes. Mr and Mrs Hooshoes pre-listening to episodes and helping me, supporting me with technical bits and bobs and spreading the word. And Rob Hackett contacting me all the way from Australia about the Theatre Cap Challenge and featuring me on their website. The final thing that surprised me is how much I enjoy it. It may sound awful to say that. Clearly, I enjoy the sound of my own voice too much, but it's true. Thinking about topics, doing a little brushing up myself and talking gives me immense pleasure. It's given me something really positive, creative, something in which to channel my energy during what, let's face it, has been an extremely difficult year. So a year on, what's my zesty bit? I think it's do not be afraid to branch out and be daring. If you want to do something new, go with that energy. Go with the idea. Try it out, even if it seems eccentric and out of reach. I'd like to thank you all. More than 10,000 downloads and nearly 50 episodes later, my dream of a podcast has become a reality. So thank you for listening and here's to wherever year two takes us. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of The Obs Pod. Feel free to contact me on Twitter at FWMaternity or at the OBS pod to ask me questions, give me topics for future episodes or let me know what you think. It's absolutely fantastic when you get in touch. I really enjoy reading your comments. I'd like to reassure you that although I'm talking about my experiences working in maternity care, I take confidentiality very seriously and do not give any personal information about any of my patients. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd love you to recommend the OBSPOD to friends or colleagues. And please do leave me a review 
on whichever podcast directory you find my episodes. Many thanks for listening. <laughs>